Cool. Hold on, let me make a drink. Oh, okay. Hey, Kenny. Good morning. In the 1971 football movie Brian's Song, who played Gale Sayers? Jim Brown. <laughs> nah. Welcome to Man vs. Model, the only podcast in the multiverse that pits humans against machines in a pre-apocalyptic college football prediction during Battle Royale to the death. Here's your host, Kenny Peanut Butter Pants Morton. Played, do you know? No. Uh, Sydney Poitier. That oh, was going to be my. That guess, was close. That one's, that one's actually closer. Okay, he uh, is the best character in Star Wars. Lando. Yeah. Oh, Billy Dee Williams. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Okay. Who played nice. the lead in Brian's song? Brian Piccolo. I've never seen that song. It was um. Was it, it wasn't Richard Gere. No. Um, I don't know. He is the eldest Corleone son. Marlon Brando? No. That's a dad. <laughs> I don't like know. Uh, James Conn. Oh, James Conn. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 71, he would have been probably in his 30s. Yeah. 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 Well, I figured you were that old, Kenny, so <laughs> you would have Dude, that. I was minus five years old in that. Oh, oh you're just, you just act like you're a lot older. <laughs> you just act like you're 50. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Man vs. Model. <laughs> this is week uh, 10. We're going to talk about week 10, episode 19. So we're deep. We are balls deep in this season. Yep, and it, it it's noticeable. But we're getting ready to pull out pretty soon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, to my left, one of the hosts, or not one of the hosts, one of the Wonderful commentators on this podcast. I'm the, I'm, the goddamn, I'm the goddamn host. Tell me a hoe. I'm the host. Oh. Our favorite computer nurse, Casey's Blastosser. Casey. What's, what's up, Kenny? I I see you bought a new car. Yeah. Well, I didn't. The wife did. Yeah. Yeah. But um, because we were out looking for cars, I did not watch very much of the Nebraska game. And um, I recorded it. <laughs> and I really haven't gotten back to watch the whole thing. And uh, according, and you know, listening to talk radio this week, I really didn't miss anything. It mm-hmm. sounded like it's the exact same game that we've been watching for the last four years. So. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It was wasn't as close as the final score indicated. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, we were at we were at Rokeberry Farm for the first half. Um, <laughs> I got home a little after halftime and kind of casually watched it. You know, I think I think Nebraska was ahead when I got home, but I just didn't really. Yeah. Heart wasn't in it. Yeah, same here. I didn't watch much of it. Nope. Nope. That's okay. That's kind of where we are as, as Nebraska <laughs> fans right now. We've reached the complacency. Sounds like no, not all people in person watch much of it either. No, they left it. Uh, Ten minutes left in the fourth uh, quarter. Yeah, and they, it they've cleared been, out. Yeah, clearing Quick. out. Yeah. They should measure sellouts by how many people are there at the end of the game. <laughs> 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 Although back back in the 90s, that wouldn't really count. Yeah, that's true, because people were leaving in yeah. the fourth quarter for the opposite reason. Yeah, I had yeah. student tickets my, my freshman year, and a lot of times we just leave at halftime because it was like 40 to nothing. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't want to see any more Kent State. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. So, uh, and that other voice you hear, of course, the master of the model, the doctor of the dingus, all the way from Murder Mountain, Reverend Dr. William Horsechamp. <laughs> <laughs> nice breaker of chains. Hi, Kenny. Uh, hey, how, how are you doing? How are you? I'm doing okay. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, good. that's good to hear. Anything new to report? Um, looking at buying a new guitar. Oh, nice. What kind? 
Uh, looking at a Gretsch, Gretsch hollow body. Is that good? I don't know what a Gretsch is. It's yeah, I only know like Fender and Gibson. Yeah, Gre- Gretsch is like well, like Martin. The, the high end Gretsch is like what um, Rickenbacker. Uh, that was um, the guy from the Birds. Um, Ibanez. Ibanez is Ibanez is kind of like a heavy metal, but there's a lot of people who play Ibanez. It's, okay. I mean, it's a it's kind of like a middle line. Gretsch is like uh, Brian Setzer. Plays a oh, Gretsch, okay. Stray okay. Cats. Yeah, oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Those are cool looking. Yeah. yeah, they're they're like big hollow bodies. Yeah, yeah. Got like, a, nice, like a rockabilly nice. kind of. Yeah, yeah. So and I have I have a hollow body now. It's a, a casino, but um, I just I like the hollow bodies. I like the way they sound. They're suddenly nice, big and full. Um, so mm. gonna, you like things that are big and full. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do. I really like to dig my fingers into it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Whatever. <laughs> no, I don't know what that means. Uh, we'll just move on. Uh, all right, so we're going to talk about a couple things here at the start of the show. Which one do you guys want to start with? You want to talk about college football rankings or Twitter, Buss's Twitter Let's question? Let's do Buss's Twitter question get out of the way, and then we'll... Because okay. he has something to do with the right, conversation. Yeah, right, exactly. All right, so what is Buss's Twitter question? Everybody on? Good. Great. Grand. Wonderful. No yelling on the bus! <laughs> Let's talk about Coaching Carousel, one of my favorite parts of college football drama to follow. There are seven head coaching vacancies open before November, even before November even started. TCU, Washington State, Texas Tech, USC, Georgia Southern, UConn, and LSU. There's some big names in there. Um, how do you guys feel about midseason coaching firings on uh, for on-field performance, not disciplinary? For it. Yeah. Yeah, Why I think so. You? If yeah. if you see the writings on the wall, just yeah. pull the trigger. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. I'm not into the sunk cost fallacy where well, oh, you have to see this through. Yeah, no. You're Fire that asshole. Start the start the search. Yeah, exactly. Start the search. Players know. Players yeah. know. And they're not surprised at the last minute, so yeah. they have a chance to it's change sort, their minds. Or yeah, it's yeah. sort of like breaking up. Like, like you don't like you, a lot of people like keep having sex with their ex, and like like no one wants to really let go. Mm-hmm. It's better just to like lop the head off of that stupid relationship. Yeah, exactly. Follow up. Is there a point <clears throat> to them, or even any data to suggest the team does better or worse when it happens? Well, Ed Ogeron <laughs> stands out as an example of teams that do better when you fired their coach midseason, doesn't he? Well, they just won one game. No, he but no, I'm talking about seventy five percent. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. When he was interim, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's the, the thing that about that is there's less data on it because it's it's more of a a, a recent phenomenon. I mean, you yeah. had you had Lane Kiffin feels like he was kind of the first one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It it was pretty unheard of. First say, one, that's a big ago. name, anyway. right? Yeah, uh, uh, ten years ago you might have had one or two, but now it's becoming more and more common. I think is. As 80s get more savvy, have more connections, you know, more, you know, data to back up things, they're just more willing to pull the trigger. And I think you're going to see that going going forward more. Of those seven open positions, which one would you choose if you were an up-and-coming head coach from a G5 program when balancing, this is very specific, when balancing expected salary, performance expectations, facilities, team talent, etc.? Obviously, USC is going to pay the most and be talented, but would it be the best for you considering the expectation no. to win now? Given, no. given those the, those very oddly specific set of circumstances, <laughs> no. USC is not. I wouldn't go to USC because of the traffic. I don't give a fuck about any of that other stuff. But you could you, you would get have to worry Uber. about it. Yeah, yeah, you could have a car. Yeah, you'd have a driver. Well, if you go somewhere, you have to like sit in traffic for yeah, fucking hours. Sure. If you don't ever want to leave like LA, you so, have to. So what do you think about yeah. Dallas and TCU. Nope. I don't like that either. <laughs> Where's the smallest city? Right, Georgia uh, Southern. Uh, Georgia Southern or uh, Washington State. Yeah, oh, yeah Lubbock, give me Lubbock, Lubbock's pretty small too. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Lubbock. I you go know, to Wazoo. If I'm if I'm looking at this as as me, see I, I can never be a, a 
major college head coach because I don't have that drive, you know, like the ego. You have to have such yeah, a yeah. You have crazy to have a huge. It's ego. almost like having being a doctor, right? right. Mm-hmm. Um, Even worse than that, because yeah. like you just have to like believe at all costs, against all hope, against all reality, and all right. feedback that like you are the best thing that's ever happened. But I'd want to find the job where there are like the lowest set of expectations where you know you can do well mm-hmm. and you know long term if you perform to a certain level you can stay there for a long time because you know even you know those jobs are like the Georgia Southern coach probably gets paid like a million dollars a year mm-hmm. or you know five hundred thousand dollars whatever more than the president right yeah and and why not just go there and be somewhat successful and just yeah just, I, have a, I have a rebuttal for this though okay okay so let's say you want to go to USC or let's say because this is where I'm thinking right just get paid to fail, mm. like just oh, have yeah. a huge buyout, kind of like I'll fight Tyson for uh, one fight yeah. and make him like sixteen million dollars. Yeah, yeah, like like think of Frost, out. right? Yeah. So Frost like fucking comes in, gets paid five million dollars a year to suck, right? And then and then if you want to fire him, like if they fire him this year, he gets paid twenty million dollars yeah. on top of the twenty million he's already been paid. Yeah. So strong. Like, give me USC. You'll get and fired and, and I'll get fired and, and then I'll just then I'll just fucking just, sit on my yeah, pile of cash. Never do anything ever right. again. Yeah, that's exactly. a good point. That, that is, no, that's a fair point. That's a solid that is point. A fair point. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Wazoo because you can. It's a nice balance between the two. It's, yeah. high, it's high enough prestige. You're going to get paid. It's low enough expectations. You can probably hang out there if as long as you're winning. Well, sometimes I mean, be fine. Mike Leach was a was a 500 coach at yeah. Washington State. Yeah, and he, yeah. It's not like he blew the doors off the place. He'd have a good season every once in a while, but he had some pretty shitty ones too. Yeah, you could go hunt elk with Bartu. Yeah, over there. Yeah, in the, yeah. What Eastern Oregon or wherever he <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. That sounds fun. Wow. Uh, bonus round question: Do you expect the coaching carousel this year to be crazier uh, than normal? Considering a lot of coaches were norm uh, that normally would have been let go last year were probably given a pass due to COVID. There's a lot of new coaches though. Mm-hmm. It feels like. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, you know, like yeah. coaches that. I mean, like, what do you do with a guy like Dan Mullen? Dan Mullen is not doing well. Oh yeah, yeah. Bring, him to, a, bring him to Nebraska. <laughs> but off of, coming off of a good year, though. Coming yeah. off a good year, yeah. A lot of coaches aren't doing well are coming off of good years. Yeah, and that, yeah, and that's tough to just dump him after right. one bad season. Right. I mean, even even Edo. Well, first of all, I don't think Edo is completely um, on the field performance. Yeah, I don't think so. Either. No, There's a lot no, of other stuff not, going yeah. on too, which yeah. is kind of weird that they just like let him stay there. Like, <laughs> hey, you're, you're running, you're running a terrible program, and your players are going wild. But stick around for a while. That's what I was talking Why about. The girlfriends, like your boyfriends, oh, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, just like yeah. get over, get the relationship over and done with. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Know? Don't let them linger around. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, and, and kind of a follow up to that, and, and Bus was kind of involved in this conversation. There was a little bit of a um, a Twitter conversation uh, over this week between the Dingus and Steve Bartu, and is Adam McClintock? Adam McClintock. Yep. Yeah, yep. and they run that college football data. Yeah, um, and college football matrix. College football matrix, and the college football playoff rankings came out this yeah. week. Uh, so you had your top four. So you had, of course, Georgia at number one. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people were surprised by Alabama at number two. Yeah. And they had Oregon three. Oh no! Michigan State three. Michigan State's three and Oregon four. Oregon four and Bartu had commented that he is a perfect twenty-eight no. no at predicting the the college football playoff top four in right. in order. Right. So not just the teams, but the order of the teams. Right. And the average miss for the rest of the model for the top twenty-five or twenty or whatever it is is like less than one place. It's like 0. 0.5 or 0. 0.6 places. Right. And and you brought up based on that and just kind of, you know, common sense that it's very clear that it or it seems to me anyway and you kind of I think you kind of alluded to this too that it it makes very little difference who is sitting on that committee because Absolutely they're not. all deciding the exact same thing. Exactly. There there's a clear formula 
mm-hmm. that they're that they're relying on based on strength of schedule, based uh, on like g- game control. Yep. Uh, a couple other factors. I don't, do you know the factor? Do you know all the factors they use? No, no. McIntyre has a b- nice breakdown on his Twitter feed. It was like game control, strength of schedule, um, uh, quality wins. Mm. I think total wins or something. They, they have. He had, there's a set of criteria that Bartu and McClintock input into their model that turns out a pretty accurate, I mean, a really accurate ranking system. Yeah. Right. It's vi- almost never wrong. Yeah. Right. Or if and it's wrong, it's by a place or two. Yeah. And and Buss brought up 2014 when you had Baylor and um, TCU, both at 11 and 1, and, you know, his question was basically, well, did they get hosed? Mm-hmm. And, you know, Bartu said pretty clearly, no, they didn't, because it was, it was made pretty clear to everyone, and it was pretty obvious when Bullsby decided not to have the championship game that the Big 12 was going to get screwed. Fucked, yeah. yeah, And they did. Because yeah. yeah. that's one less quality win right. yeah. that they had a yeah. chance There's at. an automatic yeah. quality yeah. win yeah. for right. one of those teams. Yeah. Um, and if they would have had that, one of those teams would have gotten in if they had played. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing. So, you know, you, you there's a lot of people commenting, you know, oh, Alabama is number two. Look at how, like, you know, everyone just plays for Alabama. They love Alabama. It's all about the money. I mean, Bart, they don't factor in any money. They don't factor in the eye test. They don't factor in all these things that people are claiming the committee does. Uh, you know, the committee's biased towards the SEC. The committee's biased towards Bama. It's just not possible if because they don't, they don't weight that. That's not part of their formula. So how can yeah. how can that be part of the the system? I think it's just that Bama is that good. Yeah, and we don't want it to be true. Yeah. And we're all we 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 are the ones with the bias. Yeah, we have an anti-Bama bias, and rightly so. But right, it's not that fun for the same team to be in the playoff every yeah. year. Yeah, but it is a bias, and it's on our side, not the committee side. And yeah. and I think it was Bus brought up too in that in that um, thread that you know it's they're choosing the the best teams, not the most deserving teams. Okay, I think That's there's nice. a distinction yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because is Alabama deserving of a spot? I guess that depends on how you're defining deserving. You know, is right. is an undefeated Oklahoma team who's ranked eighth right now more deserving if they went if they went out than a two loss Alabama team? But that's where you get your buy. What he's what, it's funny because it's, there's a contradiction lurking in there where it's like I don't want. I think this is biased. You know, we should not have this biased system. It should be based on desert what we what we think we, teams deserve. Yeah. Well, if you want to introduce bias, why don't you? Replace the system we have now with like me judging if Oklahoma is deserving or not. Yeah, that's a terrible system. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, the system yeah, now right. is un- that's the, what the committee set up to do is pick the best four teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the best four teams, and that's what the formula does. I mean, the really and that's a point that I was making on Twitter too is like it comes down now to like okay, are these the right inputs? Is game control mm-hmm. quality wins? Are the are we, have we defined the inputs for the model correctly, and are they weighted appropriately? Like you know, should quality wins matter more than strength of schedule? Or, or I mean, that kind of the same thing. But you know what I mean? Should yeah. game control be the most important thing, or strength yeah. of schedule be the most important thing? Like it's a down to an argument about statistics, not about oh, like the committee just loves Bama because they make it. No, like here's the thing: if you're a college football fan, ninety nine percent of college football fans do not want Bama in there. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan, like that would be the worst thing they could do. It's not about money. Yeah take Bama out and put in somebody else and that's how you get money. If yeah. it's about money, it's not about putting Bama in there. Nobody wants Bama in yeah, there. Yeah, nobody, like, yeah, the, the ratings would be down. I yes. Guess. And then the thing about Bama being in here this first time at number two, if they want in, they're going to have to beat Georgia. Because exactly. if they lose to Georgia in the yeah. in the SEC championship, they're out. Like, right. that's it. Like, yep. if, if, if Bama wants it, the, the only way that um, the uh, SEC gets two in is if Bama beats Georgia in a close game. Or if Auburn, Auburn can still represent the uh, yeah. uh, that division. Is Auburn only got one loss? Uh, I think so. 
No, they got two losses. They have two, but yeah. they can still beat. But they can still. Oh yeah, I get, but they can yeah. still beat Bama. They can beat Bama, and, 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 and then and, beat Georgia, and then beat Georgia. Yeah, yeah. And then I don't know if we put. I don't know if you put Auburn in at that point. Auburn have to get in because of the. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So then it'd be Georgia. Whether or not a, a Georgia, Georgia loss to a two, if two it's a loss close game. Auburn, if it's a close game, probably depending on how the at all shakes out. Yeah. And like Michigan State and Ohio State, they have to play each other. Yeah. Right. So like Oregon, <clears throat> Oregon does have their win over Ohio State, which means something. Means a lot. Yeah. It's a big quality win. You know, does and then you know Cincinnati does have a quality win over Notre Dame, which yeah. is a top ten team. But Notre their strength of schedule is going to hurt them. Yeah, their strength of yeah. schedule is like one nineteen yeah. or something yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Thing. So I don't know. It'll be interesting how it all shakes out. Like, and <clears throat> you know how these set up. Like every year we have this. Like mm-hmm. the first round of the very first. I know it's always, rankings. Yeah. Everyone gets all fucking huffy about, <laughs> yeah. and then like mm-hmm. it, it's completely different. I know, but then, yeah, the, at the end, it's all. It always feels right. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, except with the, with the exception of 2014, which felt weird but explainable because of the the system. Right. Yep. Yep. I mean, it's not like I've never been like, oh my god, this playoff that makes no fucking sense yeah. at all. Yeah, you know, I mean, maybe a, this team is, is left out where you're like, yeah, that maybe could have been. Yeah, I can yeah see exactly. It. That's what I was gonna say. But it's like never the year been the Michigan egregious. State got in, you know, and then they got beat down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's never been like egregious. No, you know. Yeah. At yeah. least by the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's always these early weeks that are like fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because there's a lot of arguing. And they still need to do eight. I don't care. I don't know. Do you ever listen to those college football nerds guys or like Andrew Percival who argue that like uh-uh. the state hashtag stay at four? No, give them a look. It's, they have they have some interesting arguments about about why we should stay at four. Yeah, I mean, I should we just stayed at two? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> like looking back, like have two and then we enjoy. The just, we just had it out of the bull the bull tie ins and then just had like um, the AP and the coaches pick each <laughs> different ones again. <laughs> I know. I had to go back to the old, old yeah, system. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where we just yeah. like choose a national championship out of a hat yeah, based yeah. on bowl. Yeah. <laughs> like that one year that BYU played in the Holiday Bowl against like some shitty team yeah. won the national championship. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Is that yeah. with Ty Detmer? Ty Detmer, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, it was like 87 or something like that. Yeah. 86. Yep. All right. Well, uh, thank you, Bus, for your questions as usual and keep giving us money. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for some ham. Humans Man. against mathematical models. Bacon. All right, let's talk briefly about ham. We're not going to spend a lot of time on this because it was a, it's a really bad week for Ooh, pretty yeah, much everybody. Was, everybody. Uh, everybody. 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 I, if I looked at it right, there are right now three pickers that are over 500 yeah. for the year. Who's the first picking. one? Who's the first one? I don't know. Who I know, I know Arturo is one of the top three. Some, who, some douchebag. Who is it? Nobody Who's the knows. Nobody's never heard of him. Nope. I don't know who it is. Oh. Who is it? <laughs> oh, it's me. Um, it's a me. I'm, I'm, it's a me. I'm calling this year uh, the season that broke math. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is. It's doing its best so far. Uh, the Dingus got five. Yeah. When we talk, that's mathematically it's a one in a one in ten thousand chance. If, this is remember when Jake bet you yeah. a dollar yeah. that you would get a five. Yeah. You should have made it. You should you should have bet like any arbitrary amount of money. Yeah. You'd be like because like your odds of getting a five. Yeah. If you're just a 50-50 picker, which is like the worst picker, right? Yeah. Are like one in like one in ten thousand. Yeah, like you should have bet even like oh yeah, I'll take that bet. Well, why don't we just put it up to like you know six thousand dollars? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the dingus hit it. So yeah, broke math. Good job. Good job. Twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is the worst timeline. We've already established that as well. Uh, yeah, so only two pickers were above five hundred. Actually, uh, Casey was saying it was a bad week. Fourteen for Donut Slayer. Thirteen for Meyer. Everyone else is under five hundred. Um, you know it's bad when K roll is at the top. <laughs> He's never. <laughs> he, has, that was, he sniffed 500 for the first time. In a, hey, in a, all right. Good job, a, buddy. Uh, Good job. 
Yeah, let's see here. Where a bunch of nines, a bunch of people with nines and eights. Yeah, nines I, and eights. I, nine. yep. I, I didn't get the early games in, <laughs> and then I freaked out and just randomly picked all the rest of them. Got nine of them. So I, I didn't. I, I was like in the car. I was like, shit, I gotta get something in. So I just put them in. But I missed like the first six. So. I think you did better than you would have with the king has if you had actually. I, b- with I, b- the king I believe so. Yes. <laughs> yes. I believe Randomly so. picking games was better than math this week. So. Spe- speaking of the Kangas, though, holy shit. Totals mm. for the Kangas on the season is now at 60.4. Whoa. We hit it. We hit it. 58 and 38 on official Finally hit total it. picks. For, Finally hit it. For right. the Kangas. We've got yeah. what? What, five more weeks? Five more weeks. That's I, I, see. The, this is the problem with the pick'em is like we can't. Our our best bot is you know out of commission because we can't. Because you can't yeah. do totals. totals. Yeah. Well, maybe next we need to research some other side. Maybe it was it was one and zero on <laughs> on on sides this week. <laughs> so you know, there's that. All right. <laughs> Real quick, some DKI stats for the week. Again, a pretty a pretty average week, I'd say. If I calculate right, it's, it averages five point seven this week. For yeah, DKI. it was hard. It was hard finding games though that were like yeah, there's interesting. A, there's a lot of average games. The best game of DKI for the week, which I'm not surprised. Wake Forest, North Carolina. Oh yeah. Mainly because of the pointsiness that it yep. it's, it's a point one on the pointsiness scale, <laughs> which yeah. is like because it's high scoring in a two point game. Yeah. So it's just yep. Um, second lowest DKI score of the week. Nebraska. It's gonna be a State. fucking beatdown. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't don't watch that game. <laughs> and Mississippi Liberty is under four as well, three point seven. So um, that'll be a fun game as well. Again, you've got the pointsiness factor in there, and the the Wube effect. You know what's well. fucked up about that game? It's on the SEC network. It's not even on like a major. Dude, the Wube effect for Nebraska Ohio State is point nine. <laughs> that is like they're that's they're those like extraordinarily explosive teams. Yeah. How we'll talk. I, I want to talk a little bit about <laughs> that. Well, because they hit they, how many? Because they have like more plays over twenty yards than like every team in the country. Yeah, yeah. they're because they're an extraordinarily explosive team between the twenties. <laughs> yeah, and on first down. Right. <laughs> I saw. It, uh, we could talk about this in a minute, but I'll just say it now they had like something like seventy percent of their yards were on first down last week against. North <laughs> yeah, just something crazy like that. Oh my god. Anyway, I mean, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. But wait, let's talk about uh, a shitty team from Kansas. Which one? The quest for two. Kansas State at Kansas. Hey, I didn't start talking over you that time. Good job, Kenny. Good job. All right, Kansas State on the road in the Sunflower... What is it? Sunflower State Showdown, I think. The Sunflower Show. I think that's what it is, isn't it? Uh, probably. I thought, it, I thought it was Farmageddon at first, and then I had to look it up. Farmageddon is Kansas State versus Iowa State. That's yes, Farmageddon. That's Farmageddon. Yeah. That, that's, that's better. It's way better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kansas State on the road, 24-point favorites, uh, total of 55.5 DKI, 6.7. So do not watch this game unless you are t- uh, football Jesus. <laughs> yeah, Jayhawks blew their load two weeks ago against Oklahoma. Nope. Uh, Kleiman is a good coach, and he'll have his team ready to go as this win will get them to bowl eligibility. Pay attention, Trev Alberts. Uh, Wildcats, easy win here, 42-10. How long was Skyler Thompson out? A couple weeks. I think they won without him, right? Played against Southern Illinois, and then he came back against Oklahoma. So he was out for, what, three weeks? Three weeks. And they Three w- weeks. How many games did they win out of that span? Um, let's see. They just won. They well, no, he missed two games. He missed oh. two games. They beat Nevada and they lost to Oklahoma State. 
Oh, right. Yeah, they lost, they lost Oklahoma State pretty badly, right? 31-20. 31-20. It's not yeah, that bad. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I was I was surprised at how well, they, I, in my mind, I was surprised at how well they played with the backup. Yeah, uh, I mean, they scored Will, 20 on Oklahoma State. Right, and mm-hmm. and that seems pretty good. Beat Nevada, which is a solid win solid for, for Beat by 21. I like, I like climbing. Um, I mean, I know it's a rivalry, but it's a stupid rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the the Dingus is saying thirty eight to twelve, so twenty six, right at that line. I guess don't bet it, but I, I'm inclined to think the Kansas State kills the shit out of these guys. Yeah, I agree. Um, you guys have read Cat's Cradle, right, by Kurt Vonnegut? No. Nope. Uh, yeah, I've read. It. Okay, so I'm so he talks about uh, a caress. A caress is a, a group of people that you're closely connected to, mm-hmm. and there's also something called a grand faloon, which is <laughs> which is um. It's a false caress, right? Like, we create grand faloons based on traits we think are similar. So, like, in the book, there's two people from Indiana, and they're like, oh, we're both Hoosiers. We're connected. Like, Kansas and Kansas State is a grand faloon because the only reason why they're connected is because they're in the same state. <laughs> okay. That's really the only similarity it's, there is. Like, yeah. there's really no real connection between them. No, right? true. Uh, that being said, uh, the Kansas says 38-21 Wildcats. I think Kansas State could win by 40 in this one. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Kenny, a caress is what you put juice in. It's carafe. <laughs> oh. Okay. The Ohio State at Nebraska. Yay. No, a, a carafe is that tall animal with a long neck with those spots. That's a giraffe. Oh, uh, isn't isn't a crevasse one of those things that's in a mountain? Yeah, like a big crack down. in a mountain. It's a crevasse. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do I poop out of? <laughs> Your ass. Oh, okay. What? Um, what is Casey a dumbass? <laughs> <laughs> what is the thing you paint on? A c- canvas. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, Oklahoma State opened at 16, 15. Now it's it's bounced around a little bit. Actually, it's kind of gone back and forth a little bit. Total 64 and a half, so Vegas is expecting this one to get a little bit pointsy. As we <laughs> said, second lowest DKI of the week at 3.1. Uh, I think Ohio State needs some style points in this one. They want to jump jump into the bottom or the top four. Um, and what better team to pound into the ground than the team with – they have no identity at this point. <laughs> they really don't. They do. Well, they do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not a good one. It's not a good I mean, one. When, when your head coach is, you know, saying in press conferences, I don't have any answers for what to do. It's like, sounds like a guy who's put in his two weeks, just <laughs> passing the time until his last day, you know, just trying, <laughs> trying to do as little as possible. Um, I beat this one up a little bit. I'm going to say 51-23, Buckeyes. Yeah. Uh, oof, Trev. You've got some – it's not a decision in my eyes, but whatever. So there's an interesting uh, Frost fact here uh, relating to last week. He is 13-10 and 10 when he's favored. That's bad. That's, Outright. What about do, – do it for um, FBS opponents. I mean, Power power 5 opponents. Power 5. Because it's even worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because sure a lot of these favorites are – Buffalo and yeah. Fordham, yeah. but he lost to Troy. I know and Colorado. <laughs> like, that number yeah. is a lot worse than yeah. the, that. Looks like he's a winning. But <laughs> nope, <laughs> against Power Five. I mean, yeah, against Power Five opponents, it's even worse. Yeah, uh, they're three and three this year uh, when they're favored. Um, Buckeyes. I, I think they're actually going to get off to a little bit of a slow start. Just kind of a little bit of a hangover from last week. Eleven o'clock kickoff. But Frost, like we said, is lost, and so is this team. They have no idea what's going on. 
Um, Adrian Martinez is probably going to turn the ball over three times, uh, maybe a you know, pick six or a sack fumble touchdown. Uh, the Ohio State, they get back on track and have a huge second half. Ohio State 52-17. to Look for these crossing routes from the receivers to just fucking kill Nebraska's defense. Mm. Okay. Uh, why? Write it down. Crossing routes? They yeah, like I just they do crossing routes. Well, I just think they're not going to be able to cover. Like those okay. linebackers aren't going to be able to keep up with. They put Garrett Wilson in the do slot. They do a lot of crossing like, routes at Ohio State. Do well, they're just good offensive coaches, so they will have oh. a good game plan. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. I'm not going to argue with you. Uh, <laughs> all right, here's the thing. Uh, what was that stat that I read on Twitter that uh, there's four teams that have a top that are in the top ten for total deep offense and. Top total, 30 or top, total defense. Top 30 total defense or total offense and scoring defense. Yeah. There's like three teams or four teams, and Nebraska's one of them. Yeah. Yep. Every other team is seven and one. They are <laughs> <laughs> They are fifth in the country in net yards per play. So if you take basically their offensive minus their mm-hmm. they're, yeah. they're, they're they're ahead of Alabama in net yards yeah. per play this year. This is, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is the most mesmerizingly <laughs> like weird team. Which it's, is what you're the broke math. Yeah, I mean the the but the, the variance for Nebraska in our models is is extraordinary. You know what I mean? Like like the the, the given the points they're scoring or given the yards they're gaining, like the points they're scoring doesn't don't make no sense. Yeah, and the defense that they're playing, and you know, and the losses don't make any sense either. And it all adds up to like, yeah, we think it's going to be Ohio State blowout. I think it's going to be an Ohio State blowout, but like you just but don't it might know. Not be. Yeah. You do not know. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dirk Chatelaine um, had an article in the Omaha paper, and he talked about like, some of the factors, the reason why you see that. Um, one of them's turnovers, special yeah. teams, teams play, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, clutch. Not and Being, we, yeah. we proved that not performing the clutch and just luck. Like, yeah. Just bad luck. fucking luck. All of those things bad are luck. like line. Yeah, exactly. Those are piling up against us, which means, you know, but those are all r- like low probability events, like, like a punt return for a touchdown or a fumble or or just getting unlucky. Like that's not something that is a is a systematic part of the team. I mean, even though it is, it's it, you know, it's like in theory, it's not. And so you see what happens when Nebraska, like when when things go right. Northwestern happens and they we fucking kill somebody. Yeah, but that seems to be the anomaly more than the. It abs- well, exactly yeah. beca- because for some reason all these like lucky events or unlucky events are piling up against us. I just think that, but that's why you you know when, when Nebraska plays well, they'll they'll hang with Oklahoma, they'll hang with Michigan, they'll hang with Michigan State. You know, undefeated teams, one one lost teams. But you can only take somebody beating kicks like to, the, to yeah. the nuts yeah. before you just kind of fold. Yeah. and it feels like that I'm just yeah. that that's kind of the point yeah. like when you have when they have the coaches going yeah we right. don't know what to do I'm just I saying like know. the no, like, like the the normal reasoning that makes sense is that Nebraska gets blown out which is why I, I don't think they're going to get blown out I think they're going to play they'll they'll cover the spread they'll probably lose by another one score yeah like, or yeah or has to kick a last second field goal right. or like they'll you know they'll be they'll be down by one and then Adrian will throw a pick right. six and yeah exactly yeah. exactly well and that's and that's what's so weird like when that line first came out at sixteen and then it got bet down to like yeah. fifteen and I was like what sharps have been betting but that's yeah. It's been, yeah we remember how fucking confused we were when Oklahoma when the Oklahoma line came out I was like yeah. eighteen we're gonna get that's it's way over eighteen yeah and like we lost by what a touchdown or yeah. like less yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, we we shouldn't forget that like this team will somehow like sneak up and play with ranked teams. They just play to their team. They yeah. play. They they play to their opponent. It yeah. seems like, which is which is a indictment on the coaching. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. All right. 
What, what does the dingus have as the score? Just oh, in case, fifty to twenty. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Which know. it could that could happen? It, it, absolutely, it's, anything could happen with this team. Anything can happen. Clemson at Louisville. Um, Louisville is in Nebraska. <laughs> oh. Louisville is Louisville. in Louisville. Uh, and the Papa John Bowl buddies. I don't know. <laughs> Papa John Bowl is that the is that the trophy? Yeah. <laughs> Just two dudes going like this on a pizza box <laughs> on an IROC Z. <laughs> <laughs> I think doesn't it like Shack own Papa John's now or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. The Shackaroni pizza. <laughs> yeah. Don't ever want to eat that. Legion, don't ever eat Papa John's. It's <laughs> terrible pizza. Uh, Clemson on the road, four point favorites. Um, total forty six and a half. Decad five point four. Do we? We have. I guess we have to talk about that <laughs> fucking end of that game. Yeah. Last week. Yeah, well I like I I'm back on this like I was last week, uh, with Florida State. And that pick was right. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, yeah. oh but yeah. But Clemson's cover or push, depending on where you got it, was so fucking dirty that I had to take a long hot shower. <laughs> do, do you want to explain what happened? I, say, I, yeah. just, I have no idea what so, happened. So okay, so uh they were up by what, five? No, they were up by four. Four, yeah. Yes. So and it was like it was the last play for Florida State, mm-hmm. and Florida State had the ball in like their own thirty. Yeah. Or something so like then that. they couldn't throw a hail mary, so they had to do hook and ladder. Yeah. Right. So it's like throw it to this guy, he runs over, then he throws it back. That guy doesn't catch it, boots it. Then it goes to another guy trying to get it, and he boots it, and then a Clemson guy picks it up and runs it in for a touchdown. Oh and actually, God. the Clemson guy batted it into the end zone and then recovered it yeah. in the end zone, and they yeah. won by ten. Yeah. <laughs> so we had it. We had Florida State plus ten. ten. Yeah. So we we pushed. A lot of people were a lot more unhappy than we were. <laughs> yeah, cause, yeah, because I think got down to nine at game time or something. Yeah, nine or yeah. nine and a half. And I th- I think that sent it over too. I think that. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, it did send yeah. it over too. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. 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 So uh, and uh, so, with Clemson, back to this, the Florida State game is the only game that Clemson has covered all year. And yeah, they shouldn't have. They're yeah. one in seven <laughs> against the spread this year. So Louisville has a better quarterback and a better offense than Florida State, and they have about the same kind of defense, which doesn't really matter when you're playing Clemson because their offense is just so bad. Uh, I'm taking the Cardinals actually to win outright. Money line is plus 170. I like the Cardinals to win twenty to seventeen plus the under. I, that Clemson defense is still dirty, but <laughs> it's dirty. I'm gonna I, I'm sticking with Clemson. I mean, I don't know the dingus is, so you should probably just bet the opposite. Uh, twenty eight, twenty one, Clemson. Uh, whatever. Every time I think we have the worst beat of all time, something like that happens to us again. <laughs> Why does it keep happening to us? That's what I want to know. I mean, gambling's <laughs> stupid. That's <laughs> you know it is. But it's fun at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kangas says Clemson winning this one 30 to 24, but I, how does Clemson score 30 against even a bad Louisville defense? Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. Have they scored 30 this year? No. 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 Oh, my God. I mean, maybe if they played an FCS team, I don't know. Yeah. Tulane at UCF. All right, Casey, I chose this one just for you, and you'll see why. Yes. Okay. In a minute here. Okay. Uh, I think you'll like the Kangas' final score. Uh, it okay. comes right down to it. Nice. You know, it looked like UCF was dead in the water. A few weeks ago in Gus yeah. Malzahn's first year. Yeah. They lost Dylan Gabriel for the year. Uh, broken collarbone, I think. Yep. Man, yep. like the yep. curse of the UCF quarterback down there. Um, after a couple close games against Navy and ECU, they split those. They got drubbed by Cincinnati. But the Golden Knights seem to have kind of figured things out in the last couple weeks. Over yep. the last three, I mean, they're averaging a respectable .487 points per play. 
they're averaging 0.456 for the season, including the ones with, with Gabriel. So they've actually they kind of found a formula. They're, they're, they're running the ball more. They're averaging almost 200 yards a game over the last three. Um, Tulane, meanwhile, has absolutely spiraled out of control. Yeah. That close opening game against the Land Thieves, <laughs> um, the least amount of points they have given up in a loss is 28 to UAB. Whoa. They have given up 40-plus five times Whoa. in eight games. This defense is absolute dog shit. Yeah. And I think UCF continues to get better under their freshman quarterback, um, whose name escapes me at the moment. Yeah, I, I could know. look it up, but that takes work. Yep. Uh, I think this one gets pretty, pretty pointsy. The Kangas has this one. Um, 48 to 21, UCF wins, covers, and goes way over. Hmm. Yeah. Would uh, Trev Alberts be up for stealing another UCF coach? <laughs> Gus? Yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't know about Gus. I don't know if Gus is being fit in Nebraska. I don't know. Maybe. Only, uh, you know, uh, uh, he's not. Where was he before Auburn? Yeah. Yeah. Won a national championship. There you go. I'd take him. Um, he's not had the season that UCF is used to in the last few years. Well, Gabriel got hurt. But yeah, he got hurt, and but he runs more of a power spread, and they're not really set up for. They're set up kind of for a fit, fit uh, finesse style spread yeah. kind of thing. So, uh, like Kenny said, Tulane season is just gone down the shitter after that week one. I think Knights went easily 38-17. Is Gus the coach at UCF next year? Yeah, probably. I think so. I think he sticks around for at least one more year. Okay. I think he'll end up back in the SEC. Yeah. But for, at Florida. <laughs> possibly Florida. <laughs> possibly, you know, if if, um, if if Kiffin moves on from Ole Miss, you might see him. Yeah. I think he'd be a good fit at Ole Miss. Yeah. The thing is about a final score of 41-27 night, so uh, I would go with Tulane. <laughs> San Jose State at Nevada. Oh, I have to talk about this. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I chose this one because it was the most – it was the strongest signal we got from the Dingus, meaning it was the game that we were most confident. And and you can see why San San Jose State has had kind of a rough yeah go of it. We were predicting in our in the opening um, uh, episodes of the season that San Jose State was actually you know going to make a strong yeah. play for for winner of that conference, and it's it's just not happening. Their their team looks kind of disjointed and, and off from from what we've seen in the past. And meanwhile, Nevada on the other hand looks really good. Yeah, and, and is having a great season, which we we predicted. Yeah, right and wrong on both those. Um, on those picks, but the thing is, is that uh, that you know this being the strongest signal, Nevada, you know, winning. We have a Nevada winning thirty-eight to fourteen. Uh, I'm 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 pretty sure that that means San Jose State's going to get right and cover. So, <laughs> so go ahead and take San Jose State with a great deal of confidence, Legion, and uh, and yeah, we'll see you on the on the winning side. <laughs> yeah, uh, Carson Strong is the man. Twenty-nine hundred yards, twenty-four touchdowns, only five interceptions. Spartans' defense is okay, but this is the best offense they've seen since USC, and it might be actually be even a better offense than USC's. Uh, Wolfpack stay in the hunt, get it? Mm. Huh? Huh? Of the mm. of the West Division, uh, with uh, San Diego State on tap for next week. Norvell adds to his resume for when he gets hired by a Pac-12 team, Washington State. <clears throat> uh, Nebraska, maybe, maybe he goes to a Big Ten team. Nebraska, <coughs> Trev, uh, Nevada, thirty-five ten. Yeah, we've been high in Nevada all season. Expecting more from uh, San Jose State. Nick Starkle didn't really work out at quarterback. He's been replaced at this point of the transfer from Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. The defense has been solid for San Jose State, though. 
Uh, I think the Spartans find a way to keep it close and cover. 27-24, I like the unders too. And we all know that Jay Norvell is going to be the next Michigan State coach when Mel Tucker goes to LSU. Oh, you think, okay. You think he leaves the West Coast? He's got roots in the Midwest. Wait, who, who's, okay. where? LSU? What Mel, Mel Tucker to LSU. You think he's leaving Michigan State after one year? Mel Tucker to LSU, Jay Norvell. Why do you think that? Because it's, I think it's, it's a second year. Oh, it was a second year. How, yeah. how long was he at Colorado? Or one, two, year. one year. Oh, two, one two year. Years. One year. Was one it just year. one year? One year. Oh, okay. One year. One year. He jumped ship. He's he's a you think he's so looking you, for a bigger job. Do you think he wants to just like keep move, keep moving around until he finds? And he's, he's from he's the SEC. Sab- yeah, he's a Saban guy. Yeah, he's a Saban guy. I know he's a Saban guy. I just yeah okay. That's that's my that's my far out prediction. Okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. And you want and you think Norvell is going to go to Michigan State? Where's Sonny Dykes going? Oh, he's going to TCU or Texas Tech. TCU. He was already at Texas Tech, wasn't he? No, his dad no, was. Yeah. Oh, that's right. No, Lenny Dykes, right? Something like that. I yeah. think it's Lenny. Yeah, but like, uh, yeah, I think I think uh, it's an easy move for Sonny Dykes from SMU to. That's like across town. <laughs> it <laughs> literally is across the Dallas yeah. Fort Worth. Yeah, yeah. Down, down the road. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Okay. So we, we can talk about that maybe you know as it gets close. Like, yeah. where do we where do we see coaches and yeah. that, yeah. as that carousel starts to spin? Well, Clay Hate Clay Helton. Georgia. He's going to say, yeah, he's going to. God damn it! What is what you're, the hell is UConn supposed to do now? Wrong on that prediction, Ed Orgeron, UConn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. There you go. That would be amazing. Is, is UConn going to end up at a conference? Uh, sounds like they might. Oh, what? I, no way. Well, Conference USA wants to add a couple more teams. Mm-hmm. They added, so they're going to add Liberty, New Mexico State, um, Jacksonville State, yep, yep. and Sam Houston. Yeah. Are going to be tar- part of the yeah. F- FBS. Um, so they're going to be part of Conference USA. Are you fucking shitting me? No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then yeah, uh, I read today, barely. I read today that uh, if George, Ma- if James Madison wins the conference, they won't allow, and, and they decide to go to the Sun Belt. The conference won't allow them to represent them in the tournament. They have to take an at-large bid. <laughs> nice. What? Yeah, they have to take an nice. at-large bid. Good. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> fuck those. Like fuck that conference. Maybe like oh, good. I'd be like, don't don't let us in. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Well, they'd still get an at-large. They could go on an at-large bid. They couldn't get the automatic bid for yeah. the conference. And they so, will, even if they win it. They will. Yeah. 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 Well, no, that's too funny. Though. So that's, funny. I, I would. Yeah. It's like, fucking whatever. petty, man. I know. <laughs> I'd just be like, "Fuck you, dude." Wouldn't you want to increase your chances of of possibly winning by having your best team? Like yeah. they're gonna. I know they're gonna. F- <laughs> so dumb. Oh my god. Lightning round. Liberty at Ole Miss. All right, the third highest DKI of the week. Ole Miss at home started at minus 11, now down to minus 9.5. Total 67.5 DKI, 3.7. Yeah, Hugh Freeze Bowl here. Uh, man, this is going to be so much fun to watch. Hey, Trev, can Lane Kiffin come coach the Huskers next year? He was born in Lincoln. I know. Pretty, 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 pretty please. I promise, Trev. I won't say anything bad about him. <laughs> uh, Rebels struggled against Bo Nix last week. Rebels win, but don't cover 40 to 35. You know, Amtrak does go right through Lincoln. Just get on the lane train. There it is. <laughs> toot, toot. Uh, this is another defense optional game. Liberty might be a sneaky money line oh, play here. Okay. According to Kangas, that'd be a pretty good price. You could probably get it like plus 600, something like uh, that. Well. 37, 35, Rebels squeak by, but don't count out the flames. Yeah, the Dingus actually has Liberty winning 36-33 in an upset. Uh, I think that Hugh Freeze is going to get a job. I don't know where. Yeah. I'd take him in a rest. It's fine. Hell yeah. Well, I think then, I, you know who becomes the next Liberty coach? At Art Bryles. Oh, Art Bryles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely oh, Art Bryles. Yeah. yeah. If it's not, it's a tragedy. <laughs> yeah. 
That just that seems although, liberty in Art Bryles is like. Although with with their policy on sexual assault, Ed Orgeron. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Ed would like, be fine. Auburn at Texas A&M. <laughs> Texas A&M at home now four and a half point favorites started at six total of forty nine DKI solid four point two. Bo Nix does it again. Tigers upset the Aggies twenty four twenty one. A&M has recovered from that disaster start, and I know you put this on my <laughs> list of bag pits, but they still have a chance have at a nine shot. and a half. Still have a shot. <laughs> 27-21 Aggies win and get one step closer to that 10 wins. Yeah, this is the one that the ding- well, the dingus says you're going to lose uh, that pick. 27-24 Auburn, so you're going to win that pick. <laughs> and it stays intact. What's up at UTEP? Is this a, tr- a trophy game? If not, it should be. Cause this is a- uh, uh, I can check I for you. Hold on. Two of the best mascots, by the way, Roadrunners and Miners. Yeah, yeah. Uh, open at 9, UTSA now 11-point favorites on the road. Total 53, DKI 6.1. Yeah, Roadrunners are coming off an off week, uh, so and they're ready to wi- win the rest of, of, their, of their games. Can't talk. Utsa wins 40-20. to 20. Sorry, Tremaine. Meet meet. Yeah, our man Tremaine doing some work down there. What's he at tight ends? Get GA. GA. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. I looked at their stats because I was going to hype them, but um, they have one tight end who's caught four passes. And that's all. <laughs> Every, he taught him how to block. Yeah, yeah. It's, they're they're a running team. He's also probably doing like punt return shit. Too, oh yeah, that. probably yeah. Uh, way overachieving this year. The UTEP is. Uh, Roadrunners were job by the committee. I don't think, even think they were ranked. Yeah, very at the bottom. I think. Okay, we're like 25th yeah twenty fourth. Yeah, something like that. Yep. God damn it. Come on. It's all about the eye test committee. Get with it. <laughs> They're going to come out pissed. Uh, they're going to win 34-20 UTSA. This is not a rivalry game, I guess. It should be. UTEP New Mexico State is the, is the only rivalry game that it's listed here. And that's called the, for the Battle for the Silver Spade. I don't know. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Anyway. Um, is it just a garden spade? I guess it's just like a, a, yeah, like a nice, trowel. like a shiny little <laughs> like gardening tool. Uh, thirty to twenty roadrunners. So Trey and his like blocking tight ends to get another one. Oregon at Washington. This one opened at six and a half. Now to seven for the number four ranked Oregon Ducks. Total fifty one. DKI five point three. Yeah, Ducks really starting to exert their Pac twelve dominance, and Huskies offense is not that great. Ducks thirty five twenty four. Diggis, what do you think? Well. I mean, the the Oregon had better be careful because uh, the the all of our models had this. I think pretty close. Thirty to twenty three was the, what the, was what the Dinka said, um, but there was a lot of variance, and and there was um, you know it's right in line with the market. There's just going, and this it's just that time of year mm-hmm. where you know the the, the mix up happens. So uh, Oregon wins, but it's not going to be it's not going to be pretty. Yeah, uh, Kinga says thirty one twenty six. Oregon likes the over. In this one, Rice at Charlotte. I mean, it was for, a good one. Seven point six though for the highest. Of the week. well, actually, the highest was Akron eight point three or eight point five. Yeah, or we, like but that was yesterday, on Tuesday, yeah. before yeah. we record. So uh, we're we're in a maction season yeah. on Tuesday, Wednesday. That's right. By the way, there are a couple games going on right now. The Kent State Northern Illinois eight minutes left in the fourth quarter, fifty-one to forty. Oh my god! Whoa. That one went over just a <laughs> you touch. Think? It was seven to nothing at the end of first quarter. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, Charlotte at home, the 49ers, six point favorites, total of 53. Yeah, Rice is real bad. Charlotte, eh, they're okay. 49ers, 33 20. 
Hey, Rice beat UAB. I was going to say. Uh, oh, all right. Kangas has this one as a 23 to 23 tie. Okay. Uh, I like the under in this one. Yeah, we're, we're, our models are so far off. It's so funny. <laughs> 40 to 21 Charlotte. Uh, more in line with Casey than Kenny, which is actually somehow fine because Ken, Casey is miraculously winning the pick. So I'm comfortable. Why would you like that say under, mirac- right? Why would you say miraculous? Because oh, I, I, I actually yeah. looked at like what you've done the last like five years. That's why. <laughs> and it's under 500 like three of the last five. Okay. You're well. actually better picking in bulk. You're like you're like the Costco <laughs> of pickers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you are. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 I like. I like that. When, I like when, that. when you're forced that. to I like, like Costco, when you're forced to choose and like be discerning about your picks, yeah. you're terrible. Yeah. But when you're just like shotgun, like let's just like fucking load this bitch up with some buckshot, name it wherever the fuck. Yeah. You're, you're pretty good. You're pretty good. Yeah. yeah. See, we found we finally found what you're good at, Casey. <laughs> Congratulations. Randomly picking games on Yahoo, <laughs> pushing little radio buttons on Yahoo. Yeah. Well, Do you even like study? You just like go in and like you're like I think it's probably Auburn. I, I think it's probably. Uh, I look. I look like the. I just. I give it a little once over. No. On, on the. On the. I don't like. Get, I don't like dig. Twenty five games to dig into is a. It's a lot of my time that I don't have. <laughs> but I do like. I'll go so, on. So you're I'll rubbing the ghost stuff. testicles and just. No, I mean it's more. It was like the flip dingus. Yeah. Remember the flip. <laughs> so you just flip a heads, heads, heads and tails. No, no, not quite that. No, I do look. I mean, I look at like stats and I look at like Magic stats and then, like what how they're playing. You know. What? Wait, you know, what do you look at specifically? Oh, just whatever's on ESPN. So like, you just look at the pick center and you just pick whatever the game, game. the game cast, and then game I look cast. at like like how, what you know like, and I I kind of have an idea of like what each team is good at. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I just kind of look at that and just yeah. kind of see what they're giving up defensively. We're giving up, well, like I don't get into like advanced stats or nothing because I don't have time. If I had time to go through a bunch of that shit, like I would totally do that. But yeah. all right, well we'll see how well got, it works for you next year. I got three kids and a dog and another dog coming. Oh my god. And a house, <laughs> and a new car, <laughs> and a new car, and and I work forty hours, yeah. and, and a super do you though? And a, yeah. Okay, well, so well. You, I know you don't because you <laughs> talk to me like for like <laughs> yeah. an hour and a half a day every day. <laughs> okay, well, about yeah. like stocks that you have like a dollar invested in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Legion. Well, have fun this weekend. <laughs> Football Jesus. We look forward to seeing. Not Disney. What you're watching this week? <laughs> Donate Disney, to on us Disney. on Disney. Buy Disney, everybody. <laughs> everybody buy everybody Disney buy so Disney Casey's more. dollar investment can go up. <laughs> All right, good night. Bye. Bow and there's Triangle Man, Triangle Man, Triangle Man hates versus man. They have a fight. Cut out the dead space. Yeah, oh yeah. Femi answer. Oh yeah. The fucking free ball it. Yeah. I'm not doing the dick flapping thing. <laughs> <laughs>